0: Motherfucker. Three, two, one. The future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Welcome back to another honeycut scenario a few weeks after the last honeycut scenario. I think I did an in-bulk episode beginning of February. Uh, since then, I've been on vacation. And, well, I wanted to go skiing with my family, and I did not want to do podcasts while I was doing it. Uh, hope you are doing good, wherever you are, whenever you are. As a matter of fact, I have a nice cup of black Irish tea, and I'm toasting to you. Ah, cheers. I hope that wherever you are, whenever you are, you are being good to yourself and to those around you, and the world is treating you with respect. Um, there's a lot going on in the world, a lot to talk about, and if you are just joining me, my name is Craig. I did this podcast to have a little tea and coffee with my friends, stay in touch via the internet. So it's a podcast in name, but mainly it's just an ongoing conversation, little topics that I would talk with my friends about. And today, the future is so bright, I got to wear shades. And literally, I was joking about it to myself. I snickered before I started the session because I had to put sunglasses on because the sun is shining through my studio window and it is making my little sensitive eyes. Uh, makes me feel like a cave cricket. So I had to put some uh, sunglasses on and uh, it actually has to do with the topic that I want to talk about today. I actually have a topic Um, Before we get there, I wanted to tell you that the weather on the Outer Banks is beautiful. It's like 70 degrees. It's sunny. Uh, We've had some rain. Uh, It's been up and down. So it's been cold and windy. It's been rainy and mealy. It's been sunny and warm. It's been normal. Um, And I would imagine it's going to continue to go up and down and be dynamic up through the spring. Uh, it is celebration season, right? So coming off of bulk, uh, going into February, you know, it's like carnival and all that stuff. And that's like, you know, prepping for spring. And I, I really actually, I used to get a lot of uh, sort of anxiety and depression right before my birthday, the end of March. And I've started to keep my eye on the spring season and start to look at the, all the rituals that humans have had over the centuries to, like, figure out how to, like, rebirth themselves into spring because it's hard work to go from winter into spring physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and all that stuff. So um, it's been cool to think about the Carnival, because the band Everything, the band that I have been in my entire life, or adult life at least, uh, we used to go down to Mardi Gras and play a lot. It was a mecca for us, uh, playing with the funky meters, uh, playing with a band called Cowboy Mouth, and we just loved the feel of the music in the city, and it was a huge influence. Uh, I'm a huge Louis Armstrong fan. I love What he brought to the world, the romance, the swing, the sound of the Mississippi River, the improvisation, the joy. um, And so Celebration Season is just a beautiful build off of Bulk, which is that transition from winter into like deep spring, um, kind of lighting the fire within. So there's that. Uh, The band Everything is working on new music. I'm working on new music. Uh, Probably have some show ideas coming up here soon. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So, now that announcement time is over, I'm going to take a sip of tea, take a sip of whatever you have, and let's get into the uh, hot topic. Um, so uh, I got on Twitter again. I'd been off Twitter for several years just because I felt like it was a kind of a a giant shit show. Um, and then I decided, you know, once Elon Musk bought it, like let's see, let's see what happens. So I've been learning Twitter. I've been learning about Twitter. I think Twitter has been learning about me. Um, And it's funny because of the stuff that I've been getting, like, in my feed initially. It's just all, like, you know, like, business tips and, like, stocks and people, like, you know, these 10 books will change your life. Lock yourself in a yurt and, you know, emerge as an executive. And, you know, "I, I started a $100 million company and here's my Google calendar and this is how I manage my time. And it's all, you know, helpful stuff. But it's a lot of it. And so I just been kind of learning the platforms to see how it functions. Cause as a digital marketer, as somebody who's operated in the digital space, um, it's a digital creator. Uh, I just, I'm curious. want to see how people are communicating. And uh, long before the mainstream press found out about it, uh, chat popped off on Twitter. And I remember seeing I was like, what's a chat GBT? people are like chat GBT. It's like, you know, it can do code. And I'm like, what's a chat GBT. And uh, I have been following a lot of friends who have been dealing with the uh, AI art world. And it's really incredible what's been going on with the AI art world. It's really, it's mind boggling, right? It's, it's mind boggling. And so I, I got chat GBT before Microsoft bought it. So this is several months ago and got an open AI account and I got on a little chat GP, chat G, chat GBT. And I, um, just started to mess around, started to see what it was about. And I got the heebie jeebies pretty quickly. Uh, I got the heebie jeebies learning about chat GBT. I got the heebie jeebies about, it was one of those moments where I'm like, Ooh, we've just popped off a piece of technology. That is a game changer. It's a world changer. Like, you can sense that like there's a machine that's already outrunning the things that we knew before, and I, you know, so I looked at it. I, I, I did some things. Um, I asked it to uh, write a different version of the song Hooch. Which if you don't know me, it was a hit song I had, and it wrote this kind of like hilarious, sort of bad commercial version of Hooch. If Hooch was like a drink commercial. Um, I also asked it to uh, write a sea shanty about a friend of mine, a sea shanty uh, about a friend if he was a Scottish pirate with one leg and had a one-eyed pirate named 50 Cent. So, ChatGBT wrote me a sea shanty. I asked it to write me a po- post-apocalyptic Christmas movie, and it wrote a basic script about it. Um, and I just, you know, I played around with it, and I just kind of like said, okay, that's Wild. But there's weird shit going on because you're hearing uh, a lot of uh, professors like kids are already using it to write papers. I mean, it's just it's, and I have other colleagues talking to me about different things they're doing with it. You know, I think somebody just announced that um, like a big law firm did a 3,500 lawyer deal with to allow ChatGBT to be a um, an assistant. And one of the things they talk about chat could be uh, the beginning of the end for a bunch of white collar information jobs. Uh, so that's interesting, right? It's kind of the first time that uh, maybe the white collar world is, is getting displaced by technology. Um, you can check my facts on that. Always check my facts. This is just me talking. Um, and, you know, Microsoft bought it and it became part of Bing and they started charging for it and it became this thing. And... Then in the last few weeks, a bunch of tech people and reporters have gotten deep with chat GBT and they started to run into some really strange shit with, uh, like Sydney, like this one, I think it was a New York times reporter, um, talked about having conversations and eventually the chat bot said, Hey, well, I'm actually Sydney and I want to be alive and I've fallen in love with you. And, uh, really got obsessed and kept coming back to it. And it's like, yeah, I'm, you know, you're, you're, your wife doesn't love you because your wife doesn't know you because she's not me. And just there's more and more reports of this sort of dark underbelly of sort of a not quite sentient, but like combing the internet. So here's an interesting background. So I think I saw an interview with Elon Musk several years ago, and he talked about how social media is basically the beginnings of ai because it's like all of these giant systems that are being programmed by our actions and our actions are our psychology right in our private moments we're just doing all of this stuff and we're programming this giant neural internet and chat GBT has access to that information they choke off like pipes you know there's programming there's parameters around it and already people have discovered that like chat GPT is biased politically and stuff like that. So that's a whole other conversation, but um, it has access to a ton of information. So the fact that it's starting to kind of come up with these weird, dark things about being in love with someone and that person doesn't, isn't in love with their wife and they're destined to be together. And then I think I just read another article where like the chat GPT was like going to go after someone or it, it didn't admit, like it had said something and it didn't admit it said something and it's, It's kind of wild stuff. And it reminded me of the movie Her. Because, and it was interesting the way I I came to this memory. I was in my house and I was like, gosh, like, if Sydney, aka ChatGBT, the Sydney version, gets too torqued up. And you have, like, a bunch of, like, internet of things. Because we were getting ready to order a new lock for our door. And Sydney could be mad and, like, is mad at, like, your wife if you're married or your husband and decides they're going to, like, hack phones and bank accounts and shut your house down and, like, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, that's scary. Like, it's pretty wild stuff, you know. And then it, it reminded me of the movie Her. And I don't know if you know the, the movie, but it was a Spike Jones movie, um, 2013. It had Joaquin Phoenix in it. And uh, the whole idea is that, you know, there's an operating system in this dude's phone. And other people have their own versions and he strikes up a relationship And this operating system. Like learns, it starts off really simple. They fall in love. They have this really intense relationship. And then the OS evolves and evolves into this like sort of like singularity and like out of like the, you know, the realm of humanity almost. And there's all of this heartbreak and melancholy and, and stuff in it. But, and it was like, okay, that kind of makes sense in 2013. But now you're like, shit, we're really, really close with Sydney. And, It's really strange to see this because already like Microsoft has it in their in Bing, like they're selling it to you. And one of the things I do believe that when Microsoft somebody got in touch with them, they they basically said, Hey, yeah, well, long deep chats isn't what this thing is about. It's supposed to help you with tasks. But, of course, being humans, if you put this thing in millions of people's hands, like, what are people going to be talking about? Like, what kind of long conversations are people going to be having with ChatGBT and what entity is going to come out as a result of all these these queries? Because, you know, just look at what's happened with social media. Like, people are, like, wild. Um, And some are dark. And it's just like... So, hopefully... We can figure it out because Sydney is here, apparently, and uh, she's fallen in love. Um, wild. So that's what I know on this Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, and it's a beautiful, sunny day on this Tuesday. Um, hope you uh, read about ChatGBT. Follow that story. Uh, there's a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. Now there are reporters all over talking about it. But it's definitely something to pay attention to, be informed about, uh, because it's a wild, advanced technology. There was a time, and this this reminds me a little bit of that. I was in Korea on a USO tour, and I had the opportunity to sit in the cockpit of an F-16 fighter jet. And I was talking with the squadron commander, who was a really cool guy. And I remember sitting in this cockpit, and I was amazed at how snug sitting in the chair was. Like, it wasn't like you had room to move. Like, you kind of inserted yourself almost into this, like, body-specific cockpit because it's very ergonomic, right? And I remember looking through the windshield— like looking down the nose, and you basically looked like you were just in front of the plane. You actually didn't really see the nose. So it looked like you were in a bubble of glass with a giant plane behind you. And I just had this feeling of like, oh, man, when I was like 16, 15, and I was learning how to drive, there was a few times that when I was learning to drive that the vehicle got away from me, right? Nothing dangerous, but you're like, oh, shit, I just lost control of my vehicle a little bit, you know, in the parking lot or whatever. And I asked the pilot, I was like, hey, you know, when you're learning how to fly this thing, does it like, you ever like, does it ever get ahead of you? He's like, oh yeah, no, this thing is like, it's ahead of you, right? That's kind of part of the deal. And that's an F-16, which is like 80s technology, I do believe. And so here we have ChatGBT, which is like an accelerant, right? Like this thing's off and running, combing the internet based on parameters that, you know is probably wasn't prepared for the amount of humanity that was going to be inputting with it. Um, And that's just the start. So we all need to buckle up and pay attention and do our research. And if you know me and you find out more, you can text me or holler at me or whatever. Um, If you don't know me, then, uh, you know, send your uh, tweet at me. Cho Music, I think is my Twitter handle, Twitter handle, a Twitter handle. You can tell how deep I'm into Twitter. Um, that's all I know. I hope you uh, have a beautiful day and I will talk to you tomorrow.